This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hey yo, Raw Beauty crew, I am coming at you today right before I head to the Beyonce concert. I'm so excited, obviously, duh, who wouldn't be excited to see Queen Bey? I'm not going to lie, I don't know as much of her music off of the Renaissance album, but I'm excited to get introduced to it, and I really feel from everything I've heard that it truly is about the experience and the overall message that she's delivering, and I can't wait. I saw her in concert a few years ago, and it was absolutely incredible. We have officially kicked off our 14-day movement and self-love challenge. If you're still interested in joining us, come hang out. You can always carry on and do a few days extra at the end. So it's not too late. Click the link down in my profile to join. Now, as part of the 14-day movement and self-love challenge, we have a Facebook group. We've had hundreds of you join into the Facebook group. There's over 3,000 people who have signed up for this challenge, which is so exciting to me to imagine all of you out there who are committing to moving your body in a way that feels good to you. It's truly incredible. And yeah, I have goosebumps just thinking about it. So as part of the challenge, you can join into our Stepping Into Self-Love Facebook group. This is a group that you can join anytime that I share recipes in, inspirational videos. I share our podcast episodes. I'm just always keeping you up to date with things in there and sharing lots of tools tips and tricks to keep you your healthiest. As you enter the Facebook group, you just have to tell me why you're joining in. And so I found it really interesting that so many of you who are doing the challenge right now are joining the Facebook group looking for motivation, looking for motivation. And so I wanted to do an episode today to support you in finding a little bit of motivation, a little bit of oomph to get you going, but this isn't going to be what you expect. So grab your matcha latte, grab your water. We're doing extra water for the challenge. Whatever it is that you need, put your headphones in, maybe take me for a walk with you right now, or just hang out home. Maybe you're cooking. I'm so happy to be with you. All right. So motivation is the driving force behind our actions. We all know what it feels like to be motivated when you've got that extra oomph, that extra spring in your step. You're kind of excited to do whatever it is that you're doing, whether that's a workout or a work project or hanging out with friends or maybe a creative endeavor that you are moving towards. So motivation feels really good. And when we're motivated, it feels so much easier to do the task and front of us. So of course, 
We crave motivation. Of course, we desire motivation. But the interesting thing about motivation is that like every other emotion or feeling that we experience, it ebbs and it flows. Very few people feel motivated to move towards their goals or to take consistent actions, especially when it comes down to health and wellness every single day. I have introduced top performing professional athletes like Gabby Reese, who was in the Olympics for volleyball. I was surprised to learn that she said she often doesn't feel like working out. You know, she does these crazy ice baths and then she's in her pool with weights every day doing these really big (laughs) workouts. And I always assumed that she just loves to do that, that she gets excited about working out. Well, she really burst my bubble when she explained that she does not (laughs) feel motivated all the time, but she has a system and she has structure and she has commitments in the calendar and a team to hold her accountable to showing up for the things that she knows really serves her. Now, since that interview, which was about three years ago on the podcast, I'll link that one down below as well. I have had so many conversations with individuals who have affirmed this same message. And I've also heard it countless times, whether you're listening to David Goggins on Instagram, who is totally wild, or, you know, really anybody who has reached a certain level of success, they will tell you that they don't always feel motivated to show up. So what this means is that we can't actually rely on motivation to move us towards our dreams and our desires and our goals because it's going to ebb and flow. If we rely on it, then we're going to miss out on so many opportunities ahead of us. So instead, we've got to look at several key elements. The first one is to identify your why. So why is it important for you to reach this goal that you have? Now, for some people, you will be very clear on what your goal is first. You know, maybe it's, I want to get a new job, or I want to lose this much weight, or I want to jump down this career path. Whatever it is, you might be really clear on your goal. For others, they might be more clear on their why. So they know, I want to start moving my body more because I want to be able to play with my kids, or I want to feel more confident so that I can build better relationships in my life. So identify what your goals are and get really clear on what it is that you're working towards. And then I want you to get really clear on your why. So why is it important for you to reach this goal? Now, the reason I say some of you will know your why first and foremost is because that's actually how I started Raw Beauty Co. I knew my why. I knew that I wanted to support other women in feeling better in their bodies and in their life after going through an eating disorder and experiencing a really deep, dark pain around that. I knew that I didn't want anybody else to experience the same thing. So I was clear around my why. And then over the years, over the last almost decade now, I have tried different things and set different goals, all supporting that big why that I have. As I said, though, others of you might have a goal first, and then you might identify what your why is. Now, the trick when you are identifying your why is to keep asking yourself, why is this important to me? Until you come to an answer that gives you a feeling that feels profound. It's like you might get goosebumps when you think about it, or you might feel a little bit emotional. We're looking for a deep 
why. One of the things that I hear all the time from women in particular is, you know, I want to lose five pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds. And they'll say, I'll ask them why that's important to them. And they'll say, you know, I want to feel better in my body. I want to feel more confident. And I'll ask, why is that important to you? And they'll say, well, I'm feeling insecure right now, so I'm not really comfortable being intimate with my partner. Okay. And why is that important to you? Well, I want to feel connected to them. I want to feel like I can show up, like my authentic self can be seen. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. Your why is that you want deeper connections. You don't want to feel held back by your body. Okay, let's work with that as the why. And your goal in that situation was to lose five pounds, 10 pounds. You know, I don't often talk about weight loss on the podcast, but the reality is there are a lot of women out there who do want to lose weight. And I don't ever want you to feel bad about wanting to lose weight because we live in a world that is constantly telling us that our bodies should be smaller and that our bodies are wrong. So if you feel that way in your body, please don't feel guilty for that or any shame around it. And just make sure that as you're working towards that goal, you're doing it in a really healthy, sustainable way. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, Country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B A B B E L dot com slash Robbie Talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Over. 
Okay, so you've got your goal, you've identified your why. Now the next step in moving forward is putting together some action steps. And this is where we want to identify what system we're going to use. We're going to want to put some accountability buddies in place. And we're going to want to form a little bit of a structure like Gabby talked about. So this could look like anything from marking movement dates in the calendar to doing some food prep to scheduling in a coffee date with a friend once a week. But now we're taking the why and the goals and we're putting it down on paper. And this is really important because if we are just waiting for motivation to strike and if we are just waiting you know, for someone to come over and hand us this opportunity to do this thing that we're dreaming about, it's not going to happen. It's not always going to be there. So we've got to actually identify a system and put some accountability in place and a little structure around it to support ourselves. It can also be really helpful to identify little things like a playlist that boosts your mood, or maybe there's some YouTube videos that feel really inspiring. may sound super cheesy, but Scott and I have these YouTube videos with like Denzel Washington talking and all of these inspiring people with incredible quotes. And you just can't listen to those without feeling pumped up. Think about who speaks to you. Who inspires you? Who gives you goosebumps? Start to identify those people for you and make sure you're listening to and hearing their voices every single day. This is going to help boost your mood and boost your motivation levels a little bit, but we're not relying on that. We're also putting it in the calendar. I want you to set dates with yourself and don't sell yourself out. Don't stand yourself up. I want you to treat yourself like you would treat a friend or you would treat a coworker or you would treat that meeting with your boss. Show up for yourself. So one other piece I want to note under this umbrella of the action steps is thinking about which action is going to get you the most results. There's usually 15, 20 things that we could be doing. And I know for many people, it's almost like we start off doing too many things at once and then it all comes tumbling down. So I find a layered approach is always best thinking about what's the next best step that I can take. Just one thing, max two things that you can execute well. And once you've got that built into a bit of a schedule and it's feeling a bit more habitual, then layer something else on top. All right. So we've got our goal. We've identified our why, and now we're taking the approach of putting a system in place, blocking it in our calendar, finding accountability buddies or somebody to support us along the way. And that could be a friend, a partner, or it could be somebody with an online presence or a podcast that you listen to. Figure out who speaks to you and who feels the most supportive. But remember, your number one cheerleader and champion should always be you. The next step is to take action, even if you're not feeling motivated. So I did a workout before recording this. My motivation was at a zero out of 10. I actually had a 10 minute nap on the couch (laughs) before I rallied myself 
to go down and do my movement. And I'm so happy we have this group because I do not think I would have gone had it not been for all my 3,000 accountability partners who are doing the challenge. But as soon as I started moving my body, of course, I felt way better. Now, I chose a workout that was sort of meeting me and my energy levels where they were at. I wasn't about to do a super intense 90-minute HIIT class. I did uh, legs and glutes dance body workout on aloe, which involves actually a lot of lying on the mat and, and moving your leg up like those like 80s workouts. But it really, I don't know, it hits. I was sweating. It felt good. And it just was perfect for what I was needing tonight. The main thing here is that we have to start moving forward. And this is where things get sticky for people because a lot of stuff comes up when we start to move forward, when we start to reach our edge and move outside of the comfort zone. We start to rub up against friction and fears and doubts and this inner dialogue that can hold us back from moving forward. So I want you to know, first and foremost, that this is totally normal. If you start to experience a little bit of resistance as you're moving forward, it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it. It means that you are growing and that there's an opportunity to expand. So keep leaning into it. I want you to stop waiting for the perfect moment. Raise your hand if you're a perfectionist, right? I know a lot of you are perfectionists out there and you are waiting for the perfect moment. You want everything aligned in order to start taking action. But as we said before, it's just leaving too much to chance to wait for that perfect moment. You have to start moving forward imperfectly. This is the journey. It's meant to be imperfect because as we hit up against those imperfect moments, that's when we actually learn the most about the process and about ourselves. That's when we learn what's working and what's not working. That's when our limiting beliefs are triggered and then we can work on metabolizing those. We can work on understanding those limiting beliefs and where they're coming from. So there's never going to be a perfect moment. You can start moving forward imperfectly. And remember that on the journey from point A to point B, there are going to be quote unquote failures. You are going to fall. You are going to miss the workout. You are going to cancel on that friend. You are going to launch something in your business and it's totally going to fail. But We look at failure as being the sign that like we're not enough, that we're supposed to stop doing what we're doing, when really failure is just a giant lesson. Failure is just pointing us in a new direction where we need to go. Or it's saying like, hey, Erin, you totally missed this one part as you were launching that course, whatever it is. So there are no failures. There are only learnings. As you're doing the movement and self-love challenge, you might find that you move through a couple of days and you haven't done your workouts. This is a great opportunity not to get down on yourself, but rather to step back and ask yourself, what happened the last couple of days? You know, maybe you didn't put a plan in place. Maybe you weren't able to ask for help in order to make your workout happen. Maybe you had trouble getting up in the morning and we need to look at your nighttime routine. So rather than getting down on yourself, I want you to almost put on goggles like you're a scientist 
And with extreme curiosity, I want you to move forward as you progress in life with this curious mindset about what is going on. This is how we start to understand ourselves. This is how we start to learn who we are. The failures are necessary in order for us to build up the strength that we require to become the women that we want to be. It's all part of the journey. Life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you. There is a certain group of people who are going to be highly motivated. And I'm sure you all know one or two of them. These people seem to have a little extra gas in the tank all the time. And I can guarantee you that those individuals who are highly motivated are the ones who have touched and felt the deepest pain. They are the ones who have existed in the basement of life and they don't want to go back. These are the people who have survived cancer, the people who have survived eating disorders, the people who have uh, lost a loved one, the people who almost lost themselves. And there is a driving force beneath them that is almost based on survival that keeps them moving forward. Now, I don't want any of you to have to get to that place in order to start living your life. Because for some of you, by the time you get there, it will be too late. And I know that you have dreams and desires and wishes and other versions of yourself that are calling to be let out. And I don't want you to miss out on any of those things. So take a moment right now to think about what gets in the way of you taking action. What kind of resistance comes up for you? What kind of beliefs come up for you? I mean, all of us have felt this. Every single one of us have felt this. I think often there's this perception that people who are really successful, that they just didn't have fear, that they just found their path and there was some sense of ease along the way. And that is so far from the truth. They felt all the resistance in the world and they just kept pushing forward. They were able to bring self-awareness to the page, some of them, not all of them, to identify what was holding them back and to release that. So common things that I see holding people back are wanting to do things perfectly, the fear of failure. And with the fear of failure, I want to remind you that we're no longer fearing failure because there is no such thing as failure. There are only lessons along the way. People worry about what others will think about them. So let me talk about that for a second. This fear of what will others think. First of all, if you have this fear, congratulations, you're human. (laughs) We all have this fear. It comes up for every single one of them. I remember worrying about what my best friend's husbands would think of this stuff that I was talking about. Like, will they think I'm too much of a feminist? And, you know, will they think this? And will they think that? And yeah, I mean, we're human beings. We want to be accepted by those around us. We want to be accepted by our family members and by friends and even strangers that we've never met. So if this fear comes up for you, you are a human. But here's the thing about worrying about what other people think. You cannot live your life for other people because you will end up at the finish line with a whole lot of regret. And the people who may have something to say about what you are doing, 
are the people who are living on the sidelines of life. They are the people who are in the stadium stands, who are watching others playing the game. And they're chit-chatting about all the things that could be done better. They're not the athletes in the middle of the field. They're not the Beyonce's on the stage. They are the ones on the sidelines. Anybody else who is taking action in their life, following their dreams, stepping into their best self will be applauding you because they won't be triggered by you doing your thing. So you've got to ask yourself, do I want to be the player on the field? Do I want to be the Beyonce on the stage? Or do I want to spend my whole life being on the sidelines talking about what other people are doing? Another important thing to remember and to consider is that even if people do have something to say about you, they're going to talk about it at their dinner table for about two minutes, and then they're going to move on to the next thing. They've thought about you for probably less than two minutes, maybe not even at all, and then they've moved on. So are you going to allow that two minutes of dialogue to hold you back from a lifetime of movement and progress? Don't do it. The fear will come up of being judged. Move through it anyways. Take action anyways. And the more that you do it, the stronger you'll get and the less worried you'll be about what everyone else is thinking. I promise you. And it is so cool when you start to feel the freedom to just be you and do you. And you trust that those who are meant for you will find you. You know who your cheerleaders are and you're not that worried about the haters. I swear, Beyonce, like 50% of people out there love her and they feel inspired by her. She is their teacher. And 50% are like, she's the worst. So the higher you get, the more people are going to be triggered by you and the more impact you will make. It just comes with the territory. So get in the game. Trust me, it's so much more fun playing and moving forward than it is sitting on the sidelines. So just do it. So let's go back to the steps, okay? Figure out what your goal is. Identify your why and keep asking yourself, why is that important to me? Why is this important to me? Until you hit something that gets those heartstrings, that feels really real. You'll know. You'll know when you get there. Then identify what are the action steps that I need to take in order to reach my goals. Get specific. This isn't emotional. This isn't wishy-washy. This is like... Pen to paper, what are the action steps? And one thing I forgot to mention is that there is somebody who has accomplished what you want to accomplish. And one of the best things that you can do is to find that person and to copy what it is that they have done. Now, my one caveat to this is diet programs, because what works for one person's body might not work for yours. Go back and listen to all the episodes about really identifying and tuning into your body and all that stuff. But if it's in business or if it's in motherhood or if it's in building relationships, there is somebody out there who has done what you want to do. Figure out what their system is. Surround yourself with their voice and then start to follow along. Block it in the calendar. This is the very unsexy part, but the necessary part in order to start climbing those steps. 
And then the fourth thing is to take imperfect action. To remember there are no failures, there are only learnings. One thing I want to know in this piece around taking action is the importance of allowing yourself some space to rest because rest is productive. Rest is necessary in order to not burn out along the way. And I want to talk about the importance of gratitude, gratitude for everything that you have right now, right now in the present moment. So when you wake up in the morning, I want you to say three gratitudes. And before you fall asleep at night, repeat another three gratitudes. And this could be anything from your duvet cover to your family and friends to a tree that you saw that was blossoming or blooming or whatever you call a tree that's, you know, happening. It could be the sky, the sunset, a warm cup of tea you had. These don't have to be big things. In fact, the really powerful gratitudes are when we focus in and get present and grateful for the little things that we have. I've heard in many different iterations, whether you believe in God or universe, whatever it is that you believe in that is bigger than us, why would you be given more if you don't appreciate what you already have? Why would you be given more if you are not tending to what you already have in front of you? So while you have your eyes on your goal and your feet rooted in your why, do not take yourself out of the present moment. Remember to give gratitude for what you have right now. That gratitude changes the vibration of all the cells in our body. And it begins to attract things with a similar vibration. So if you are constantly feeling like not enough, feeling ungrateful for what you have, you're going to start to attract more of that energy into your life. You're going to start to see more of the reasons why you don't have enough when you look out into the world. And I don't want that for you. So we got to elevate things in the present moment. And one of the best, easiest ways that we can do that is rooting into gratitude. So take imperfect action and do it with so much gratitude along the way. If you follow these steps and you aim to be 1% better every single day and you stay consistent, consistent doesn't have to mean daily. We're looking at the big picture over the course of a year and you give gratitude, and you love on yourself, and you cheer yourself on, you will accomplish way more than you've ever imagined. And more importantly, you're going to find yourself along the way. I hope this episode was helpful. Take what resonates, leave the rest behind, and get after it. I want to see as many of you reaching for those goals and dreams as possible. I believe with my whole heart that everything you want is yours for the taking. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week.
Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.